Hey, Oz. Hey, Curtis. What movie are we watching this week? This week, we've got the love child of Sally Jesse Raphael, Sweet Home <laughs> Alabama, and Bird Box. This week, <laughs> this week, we are watching Hope Floats. I was excited to throw Bird Box in there. That was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, oh, I was, wait, I've, se- I've seen a Sandrick Bola movie where she's blindfolded before. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Home Alabama, that, that's the that's the, uh, that's the uh, the connective tissue right there. Yeah, that oh, works, yeah, yeah. That worked yeah, really yeah. well. <laughs> I originally I originally had, because I started writing the movie Marriage before like we got too far into the movie. I got mm-hmm. just taking notes as we go. And I originally had Jerry Springer. And then when yeah. I saw she was watching Jerry Springer episode, I'm like, I can't put Jerry Springer in there. That's too meta. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm like, hey, I bet. So I asked my wife, I go, <laughs> is Sally, is Sally Jesse Raphael used to do shows like this? She goes, I don't know. Maury Povich did. I'm like, I'm going with Sally. I got a Sally. Ricky Lake. I could have gone Ricky yeah. Lake, but I wanted to go Sally. Um, but yeah, I was really, I was really proud of my bird box. <laughs> yeah, I was. I didn't see bird box coming. Pretty good. <laughs> well, 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 and it hit me like two thirds of the way through the movie. I already had bird box in because I'm like, hey, Sandra Bullock in a blindfold. That's bird box. Yeah, and then it hit me go. literally like twenty, like two thirds of the movie. I went, wait a minute, and her name's Birdie. Like this is totally fits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, welcome back, listeners and viewers, to another week of Let's Talk About Flicks, the weekly podcast where we take a monthly theme, a new theme this month, and uh, we satisfy the theme and really just hang mm-hmm. out because that's what we love to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, February means a new theme, and uh, like we mentioned last week, it's the first rehash. We're taking a theme yes. that we used last year in February of Wife's Choice. Um, yes, take not nec- two. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily Wife's Choice romance. However, whatever they want to watch, we shall watch mm-hmm. as well. So Wife's Choice um, is this is this month. And I got the first one. And w- my wife chose Hope Floats, the 1998 Sandra Bullock, uh, Harry Connick Jr. Uh, just romance, really. Forrest I won't call Whitaker it a rom-com. Der- yeah, so Forrest, Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker directed yeah. of all Ghost movies for, for Forrest <laughs> Whitaker to direct. Yeah. But good for him. He did a good job. Yeah. Hey, why not? Really? Like, sure. if you're going to try, if you're going to try and cut your teeth, might as well go and, you know, go into something where you, the expectations probably at the highest for you. Um, because if there's anything Forrest Whitaker knows. <laughs> set, a, set a low bar. Well, I'm that's just the, saying. That's, it's like, that's the Forrest Whitaker way. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want him to bite off more than he could chew. But if there's anything Forrest Whitaker knows, it's about uh, the broken hearts of, of white women. So yep. <laughs> go Forrest Whitaker. Uh, before we get too far, though, we do want to throw out a shout out mm-hmm. to our yes. Patreon subscribers. First things first. Yeah, Patreon subscribers, Don S, Melissa L, Aaron A, and Mandy K. Thank you once again for your monthly patronage. Uh, we do greatly appreciate it. We got to get you, another bonus. We got We got to get another bonus episode knocked out. We do. Yeah. So they're due. Yeah. Um, so because it is my week and I have the plot, I am going to pass to you to cover the characters. Who do we have? Yeah. In, in our in our showcase. Our showcase. Our hope floats showcase. Yeah. Uh, again, we mentioned the director Forrest Whitaker, mm-hmm. which. 
He's only directed a couple movies. I don't think he's done much directing since this time. That's so a... like for he had that itch to scratch there in the, the yeah. mid to late nineties, and and he scratched it, and then he went back to being in front of the camera. Uh, as far as the characters go, we got Bertie Pruitt. <laughs> what do you think Bertie is short for? Probably Bertadette. 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 Bertadette Pruitt. <laughs> Dartholomew Vader. Dar- yeah, yeah, just like Dartholomew. <laughs> Bertadette. Bert- Bertadette. I think so. Bertadette. <laughs> Bernadette Pruitt, played by Sandy Bullock. (laughs) (laughs) In one of her many, like, kind of mid-90s to mid-aughts romantic comedy-esque, sure, under that broad umbrella, romantic something. She was busy. She's busy around this Mm -hmm. time. Yes, she was. Churning them out. Uh, We have her uh, husband, Bill Pruitt, played by Michael Paré. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, we we have their we have their child play uh, Bernice Pruitt, played by Mae Whitman. Her, her, her. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Pre Arrested Development, Mae Whitman. I didn't yeah. realize she oh, yeah. was yeah. she was active as an actress pre Arrested Development. And a very so. good actress, like you know, despite <laughs> the tongue in cheek, like uh, you know the. the just the end joke of Arrested Development. Like, mm-hmm. I I won't say that, like, I've, you know, combed through Mae Whitman's, like, filmography, but what I've seen her in has been pleasant. Not our yeah. first Mae Whitman movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. As she as she was in Scott Pilgrim. She was. She was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Good actress, that Mae Whitman. Yeah. Go uh, check we... out Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, as I think yeah. it still only has, like, five <laughs> listens. <laughs> <laughs> you you be the next listener and you can increase our listenership by 20%. <laughs> well, it's just funny because we talked about how great a movie it is and how underrated it is. And it's like our least listened to, least watched yeah, it's, episode. It's, yeah, it's bizarre how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think of all the movies we've done, that one would, you know, yeah. seems to be the movie that has kind of the most like internet chatter about it. But man. yeah, and, uh, and people are like, nah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, we got Ramona Calvert. That would be Bernie's mother and Bernice's grandmother, played by Gina Rollins. Yeah, I almost, almost threw a notebook reference in my movie Marriage, but I thought, mm. nah, that's too easy. Yeah. Uh, we have Travis, who is Bernie's nephew. Nephew. Uh, yes, played by Cameron Finley. He's there. We'll yep. circle back to Travis, I'm sure, in a bit. <laughs> A little, a little awkward, but he's got yeah. his reasons. <laughs> yes, yeah, and that's uh, and my my uh, phrasing there has nothing to do with the character. It's just sort of he's just there. Yeah, yeah, there he is. And, <laughs> yeah, there's Travis. There he is. This kid, uh, this, but, like this kid's just hanging around set. Let's just put him in the movie. <laughs> may as well. <laughs> and then we got a couple couple bit performances here. By uh, we got Connie, home wrecker yeah. Connie, played by Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. We got Tony Post, your your 90s daytime talk show host, played by Kathy DeJimmy, straight out of Sister Act. <laughs> or Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Or uh, do, doing the voices in uh, King of the Hill, also. Yeah, or Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do too. Mike Judge is, he's the Scott Pilgrim of the animated world. 
<laughs> that that's what although, they say. Although Scott Pilgrim would be the Scott Pilgrim if he well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I think you were Mike right Ju- the first time. Yeah, Mike Judge is the animation with Scott Pilgrim versus the World is our podcast. Mike Judge is the Scott Pilgrim of the movies featuring Mae Whitman. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> with and Kathy to Jimmy. And plus Kathy to Jimmy. Uh and then plus and then finally we have Nurse played by Bill Cobbs because Bill Cobbs is in every movie. <laughs> He's gotta be Did, now I I may have tuned out for a moment. Did you mention Harry Connick Jr.'s character? Did, uh no I didn't. I forgot to put it in my character rundown. And that's probably This is, this that's is a probably, romance between Sandy B and Bill Cobbs. <laughs> yeah, Bill Cobbs, the nurse played by Bill Cobbs. I completely forgot to put the love interest in here. It's Probably because he's, I don't know, he's not the most exciting of characters. No, no. And I, I got to feel him. like that. I got to yeah. feel like that's going to come back uh, towards the end of the show yeah. today. But uh, yeah, we got Harry Connick Jr. playing, uh, what's his face? Love interest guy. Justin? Yeah, Justin's Justin. his name. Justin. Justin yeah. Justin, who, who's, who's uh, rivaling Brad Pitt uh, for shirts, shirts down past his nips in every shot. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying oh, to boy. keep up. He's trying to yeah. keep up with mid with mid nineties. I d- I don't know if I would call Justin uh, the love interest as much as more like the love battering ram. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not leaving you low, Bernie Pruitt, till you're mine. <laughs> cut, cut to uh, Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber, just, just uh, speed, speed bag of the chef. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, All right, those well, are the characters, some of which I remembered, some of which I didn't, for reasons <laughs> that may or may not have to do with my memory just... or my interest in the characters. I'm just I'm just tickled that you remembered Bill Cobb and forgot Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> well, it's Bill Cobbs. He's great. It is Bill. He's Cobbs. the one and only Bill Cobbs. And then there's Harry so, Connick Jr. He's he's yeah. there too. And he's clearly not the one and only because he has a father named Harry Connick. So yes, he's, by definition, yeah, he's, he's not o- the one and only Harry. Connick. There's only one Bill Cobbs. There are quite literally <laughs> multiple Harry Connicks. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's like human centipede of Harry Connors. <laughs> they just. I don't know. Going. I don't know it's if a, I would use. An, it. <laughs> yeah. a, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll, I'll save you there. I'm gonna go with infinite loop of Harry Connors. There you go. Although yeah, I now, I, I, although <laughs> although now that infinite loop to me is arranged like a human centipede. So. Yeah. And I don't know when talking about human centipede if we should talk about a Harry Connick. Like it just sounds like art. <laughs> 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 I hate to be whoever's at the back of that. <laughs> oh boy, that's that one Harry, Harry That's a Harry Connick. Have I ever told you? Look at that, Junior. That's a Harry Connick, Junior. <laughs> How about that plot, Oz? <laughs> All right, well, let's get real serious because yeah, Bertie yeah, Pruitt's ho- marriage ho- is in trouble. Uh, <sighs> Bertie is a former Texan beauty queen, three-time beauty queen, former oh. prom queen. Uh, just your run of the mill, probably, probably was a plastic in high school, really. Um, mm-hmm. so, she comes across, pr- yeah, probably had a burn book. Probably, probably. Uh, so she is living in Chicago, happily married with her daughter and her husband. And the movie kicks off with a talk show, uh, the Tony Post talk show. 
yeah, where they in, in, interesting interesting scene here. It just opens on it. And oh yeah, there it's, they are. They're on yeah, a talk show. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's just we we thrust right into it here, uh, mm-hmm. where we see Roseanne Arquette, who is um, uncredited in her role as yes. Connie, and it's one of these where she's revealing something about her best friend, who is of course backstage in a noise canceling booth or whatever <laughs> soundproof booth. And uh, they always have on on these sets. They've got them there. So Connie, Connie is revealing that she is having an affair with her best friend's husband. Oh, like scandalous. Oh no. And, uh, but she (laughs) being the best friend that she is, is not only, uh, having an affair with her husband, but has also tricked her into coming onto the Tony post show for a free makeover. Because when you see Sandra Bullock in this movie, the first thing you see is that woman needs a makeover. Uh, yeah, the the three time beauty queen. <laughs> yeah, the three time beauty queen needs a free national TV makeover. Yeah. So she comes what, what, out. What, thinking, say, what better place to spring this as well? You know, then, not only yeah. am I am I am I cheating with your husband. Yeah, right. I'm going to break it to you on a nationally syndicated talk show. There's no better place. Uh, and so it naturally Bernice is in the audience. Uh, the husband is also backstage in a soundproof booth. I, I, I couldn't put it in my, uh, in my hunts, but I wonder what, like, what synopsis was pitched to him to get him there because he <laughs> also a <laughs> this, makeover. <laughs> this appears to be like this big Connie sabotage. Not only is she wrecking the marriage, you know, by having an affair with her best friend's husband, but he wasn't even aware of why they're on national television. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so we, we've we got Birdie out there and Connie breaks the news to her, um, you know, and, and it's just, you know, a lot of hush rolls across the mm. crowd as Birdie tries to, you know, keep her composure. And then her husband comes out, Bill, uh, who apparently didn't see Birdie sitting there right away. And he turns and he does the whole, oh, no, like I'm in the middle of a love triangle. Literally sits between them. <laughs> yeah, not not aware. Only, I don't know. It's just kind of goofy. Not only is he unaware of his wife sitting there, but he also doesn't know why he's on television, even though he clearly knows he's part of an affair because you know he's the mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the guy. Um, uh, and so, hey, long you, story hey, you, short, you want to you go on a talk show? We're not going <laughs> to tell you what it's about. Right, but we're not going to. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to tell the, you. Who's going to be there? Uh, Connie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm trying to keep my affair quiet, so let's go <laughs> on national TV. My secret love affair. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could go anywhere with Connie and that my wife will find out, I bet it's the Tony Post show. <laughs> my, uh, but, my, my wife, she doesn't watch daytime TV. <laughs> <laughs> she's too busy with our daughter. Oh, she's yeah. here too? Oh, Um, everybody's here. (laughs) So (laughs) long story short, uh, the, the marriage is obviously broken up and we go into the point of the movie. Uh, Bernie and Bernice leave bill in Chicago to return home to Texas. Um, her life is a mess right now. And the only people that she really has to rely on are her parents. So she's going to go home and just kind of collect herself and her mom's, Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where they go. Smithville, Texas. Smithville. So, you know, Birdie uh, comes back into town, tail between her legs. You know, like she's 
she just humiliated rightfully so rightfully so um but we also find out all all the townspeople i'll always make sure to to remind her oh we saw you on the tv yeah which i think is funny because bill also is from smithfield texas yeah they they were high school sweethearts they were high school sweethearts and i just like how how dastardly is the average citizen of smithville if uh these two high school sweethearts obviously break apart and she did nothing to bring it on. Like he had an affair with her and she returns home and then they all just rub it in her face. Like Mm -hmm. you get the vibe. Like he probably also was not the most likable character in high school. Um, like a football star. Well, you know, not in an uncle Rico sense, but you know, more like the traditional. <laughs> hey, Bertie, how much you want back and throw a football over there? <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, feeling his own biceps as he's flexing. Uh, and so, yeah, they move in with mom. They move in with Ramona and Travis. We find out Travis, Bertie's nephew is there because Bertie's sister um, mm-hmm. is out in, is out in Hollywood, I guess. Um, trying to become a star a star right, baby right. a star yeah and so le- leaves travis with mom mom can you watch travis i'm gonna go to california <laughs> and uh, okay ramona ramona's just quirky enough that of course you get the vibe from her that like i love everybody unconditionally no matter what and you're gonna go out in your life you're gonna make your choices but no you always have a place back home you know that's how i it's kind of how i get from ramona She's not real judgmental, although she does throw a little bit of shade at Birdie. Not because of the choices she made, but more the choices she's currently making. Um, sure. And so a lot of, of taxidermy uh, animals around uh, yeah, Ramona's yeah, house remind, as well. Yeah, I th- I think I think <laughs> in in um in my little movie universe in my head, uh, I even though the locations don't line up, I get the vibe that like the grandpa from Lost Boys. That is always leaving with a taxidermy animal to go see like the widow whoever. I get the mm-hmm. vibe that like Ramona is that widow whoever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he always shows up with these taxidermy animals and she just takes them on and, and you know does her thing. So, so Ramona's uh, kinda seems to be known as like the town weirdo. She yeah, she's kinda like the yeah, like the local crazy. Um, yeah. which she doesn't seem to care. Like she just kinda lives her life as she wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bertie gives Bernice a letter from Bill. The letter says, "Oh, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. I miss you so much." You know, just yeah. again trying to keep hope alive with her daughter because yep. and, deep and Bernie, inside. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, and you know, Bernice really, really, you know that that oh, letter yeah. meant a lot to her. That, that's, oh yeah, that ton. that's one of the through lines of the movie. You know, Daddy wants yeah. to be with me. Daddy loves me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get the day to day of, of Bertie struggling with her rightfully earned depression. Yeah. Yeah. She's um, clearly depressed, which one you can know, imagine. She, she doesn't want to get out of bed. You know, okay. she gets, she gets Bernice enrolled in a new school. Um, she's trying to find a job and as she's trying to find this job, you know, she kind of goes to the temp agency. She has to sit for like hours. Um, yeah. We really, we really see a lot, and you mentioned it earlier. We really see a lot of the townsfolk that never left Smithville, mm-hmm. that she went to school with. Like she was the one; she was always the best in school. You know, yeah. three-time beauty pageant, prom queen, et cetera, et cetera. She got three-time, out. Three-time queen of corn. That's right. She, or as Bernie <laughs> says, 
cream corn. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, so, but she, she got out of town. She got out of Smithville. Um, and she got out of Smithville with the football star. And yeah. she didn't have to lift a finger because he made all the money. Like, it really, in their mind, you could see it of, like, she got away. We didn't. So they're, I think, probably a little resentful of what Ooh, she yeah. had. They're all very resentful of her. You know, this was you know, this was the beauty queen. You know, she didn't have yeah. time for us. She had the football star. She didn't have to right. lift a finger. Bill so took care I, of her. So I think they, they, you know, just as catty as they are, like, they really appreciate her fall from grace. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're living you know, it up. That, she gets a little comeuppance, but at the same time, you know, as Bertie, especially like the instance where she's trying to get a job, like the temp agency mm-hmm. lady just kind of keeps landing on there about, Nope, you're not qualified. Sorry. And yeah. Bertie finally, I mean, she's broken. She's a broken woman. And she just like, like, I deserve that. Look, I, you know, I know well, I wasn't nice to you. I deserve it, but I need a job. Like, come on. You know, she really doesn't have any workplace skills either. No, she does not. <laughs> you know, what, so, how fast do you type? I so, don't type. Like, yeah. Kids, build your skills up. Yeah, yeah it's important. Don't, don't, don't be Birdie Pruitt. No, <laughs> don't, don't be a Birdie. <laughs> yeah. Learn, learn how to type. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. Birdie. Yeah. Gain, a, birdie. gain a couple of workplace skills. Yeah, Bertie Pruitt is is the 2023 Roy Munson. <laughs> don't don't be a Bertie Pruitt. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to get birdied out here in the middle of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> or else you'll, you'll you'll end up shacking up with Justin Matisse. Um, so yeah, Bertie, she's she's really trying to make a go of it. Honestly, I think her whole life would have been destroyed if Ramona wasn't there to help her out. Honestly, um, yeah. You know, so, and speaking of Ramona, like, for, oh, seems like first night back, Ramona has Justin stop by. Oh, yeah. To, He's uh, there right away. And, and Bertie remembers him, you know, because he had a crush on her in high school and apparently has still lived at this infatuation all these years later. Um, he's still very, very into Bertie. Uh, but he's also just, I, the town handyman, I guess. Like, yeah. Well, he he went to California and like, yeah, some something like job didn't work out or something like. Right. He, he like he he was too uh, too invested in the work and he wasn't working fast enough, so he lost the job. Yeah, that's right. Now, now he's back in Smithville, where he can work at his pace and uh, mm-hmm. and he's good with, with his hands, <laughs> with with his shirt with his shirt down four buttons. That's probably what it was. It's like he wasn't properly attired for work. And, uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to cover those up, there, pal. Justin, just button it up. Oh no, sir, this is not how I do it. I will uh-uh. button it my own. I will button it my own pace. At my own pace. I'm not gonna button this as fast as you want, but I will get it buttoned. <laughs> Quitting time. Oh, guess I'll try again tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> And so we really just get a collection of scenes here. Uh, you know, Justin keeps showing up. Ramona, um, her her dad has Alzheimer's, um, mm-hmm. or or as Ramona says, old timers. Uh, yeah. To which you know Birdie corrects her. You know Alzheimer's. I know what I said. <laughs> like, okay. Um, sure you did, Ramona. You know, and so uh, you know, Birdie. She like I said, she's she's broken. Uh, she's trying to make things work out. Um, Bernice is having a hard time at school. Uh, you know, we got the, 
<laughs> we got the, the school the, bully. The school Big bully. Dolores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they picked her out of like like bully stereotype. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Large kid, you know, like bright orange hair. Yeah, she you know, grew up. You know, b- built like a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, if you if you could see like Miss Trunchable from Matilda as a child, it's this girl. <laughs> It's Big Dolores, uh, yeah. which is just an awful, awful name for her. But I'm sure she was probably the highest paid on the on the on the cast. Oh list, yeah, so. well I'm sure she was as well. I mean, who'd want to cross her? <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it. If this were Step Brothers, she'd make you eat a dog turd. She's like Chris Gardaki of, of the Hope Floats world. <laughs> she, she pants Terry Connick Jr. several times on set. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the actress she she made everyone call her Big Dolores, even though she, she wasn't did. rolling. Yeah, yeah. It, it was in her contract writer. Right. It's like call me Big Dolores. I have to wear a muumu, and I'm always crossing my arms. Like those are my three my three halves. Some people require a trailer full of rose petals. Yeah. I just want these three simple things. She'd shove I'm Michael no. Michael Parry's face in the Danish <laughs> right. dish at craft, right. craft services. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Uh, you know, this Sandra Bullock worked out a deal with her. Like, I'll give you a cut of my percentage if you just terrorize everybody on set so. <laughs> and leave me alone. <laughs> please, Big Dolores. Um. <laughs> please, please, oh, please, Big Dolores. I'll give you anything. Uncle, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> like scott <It's>, Marcus. <laughs> exactly exactly red hair so why not yeah um and so uh yeah so like i said birdie's dad's got alzheimer's he's he's in you know he's in a assisted living home or you know nursing home or whatever yeah. they, they go visit occasionally um you know we like you said we still got this through line of bernice desperately wants to be with her dad um yeah. and so really anytime justin's around like Bernice is trying to take that down. She quickly. gives it to Justin. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, does. she does. And it's it's funny. <laughs> she is nasty to Justin. It's I love it because she's she's trying to push Justin away when Bertie's not even interested in him being there, really. Like yeah. <laughs> it's not like Bertie's playing hard to get. She's really not interested. And yet Bernice mm-hmm. is still putting a full court press on. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> you're not getting the ball down this court. Uh, and Bernie's it's almost like Bernice it's fine I'm not interested it's fine uh but because uh Justin is a neverlasting gobstopper he never goes away uh, or he just doesn't get there. the hint or no there well, is I mean, no well, hint I mean, Ramona keeps inviting him over that's true like it's not really that fair when Ramona like is it but oh well I guess it it, I, it could be what's best for her. get back on on the horse and Get back on that Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, <laughs> that's one Harry Connick. Uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so yeah, Bertie's really struggling to get back in the good graces of the town folk. Mm. The people that do recognize her, um, you know, are it's are like all, some people are happy to see her because yeah. they were like friends in high school, but she realizes that. It's like it's it's like every, these roles are reversed. Like the people that she didn't pay much attention to in high school have actually achieved something in town, yeah. whereas the people that she was friends with in high school are still holding on to that high school glory. Um, yeah. You know, like the one lady I don't remember names, but they're at, um, they're at this big 
tent dance. It reminded me that they were on set of the Are You Gonna Go My Way video um, <laughs> by Lenny Kravitz. Because uh, it's just it's just this huge tent with lights everywhere. And maybe yeah. it was an indoor facility. I don't know. But there, it's a big dance. There's this big dance. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the lady that worked at the temp agency, don't remember her name, um, was it Bobby Clare? Uh, nope, that's... Is that right? I think Bob, Bobby Bobby, Bobby came in to, you know, to the, she was the one who pitched the fit at the, the photo mart. Oh, and, that's right. Oh, she's the redhead. Yeah. 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 Although I kept wanting to call her Bobby Joe from Evil Dead <laughs> Bobby Joe. She Bobby reminds Joe. me of, she reminds me of like Diane Weiss neighbor and uh, Edward Scissorhands. The one that's okay. like got a thing yeah. for Edward. <laughs> you know, yeah. It has like all the topiary. She needs, she needs trim. <laughs> that's um, right. <laughs> And that's that's the vibe I get, or or like a like a Peg Bundy kind of type. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some Peg Bundy in her. And so uh, they're at this dance, and like one of her old friends is still wanting to like like just trash one of the townsfolk behind her. It's like it just Sandra, like Bernie realizes the person she was in high school is not the person she wants to be anymore. Uh, she comes back, and she really does try to make amends. You know, she does get a job because the only skill she has is a photographer, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so the only skill... <laughs> a very, very amateur photographer. <laughs> very amateur. Uh, but they're luckily, they are looking for somebody to develop photos down at the photo yep. mart. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where you've got, you know, creepy old guy that's like, if you get <laughs> yeah. any indecent that's... photos, make a copy yeah. and put them in that drawer yeah. right yeah. there. I, I think it was called Dirty Old Man's One Hour yeah. Photo. <laughs> yeah, it was like... Family Guy neighbor one hour yeah. photo. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to that dance, Oz, um, was it just me or did everybody there have like a giant, like kind of off, like cream colored cowboy hat on? Like a like a big they, old. They all did. Yeah, yeah. Everybody there. Yeah, it's it was the dance, and uh, but uh, oh, I did read the trivia that uh, Patrick Swayze's mom choreographed that scene. Oh, yeah. Patsy, Patsy Swayze was the choreographer for Sandra and uh, Harry's dance. So, which it wasn't, which it wasn't, it looked wasn't fun. Was it Bernadette Swayze? No, it wasn't Bernadette Swayze. It's Patsy Swayze. Pat, okay, Patsy, not Bernadette. No, but I I do want to give uh, I, I I do want to give Forrest Whitaker a little credit though that he really did do a good job of letting Sandra Bullock like flush out this birdie character. Yeah. Um, I'll agree. And, you know, I'll agree with you there. That, you know, she was, uh, you know, once she was cast away from her, you know, her castle tower in Chicago mm -hmm. and she had to live on her own, like, she, you really did see, like, Sandra Bullock really come into this character. It, it, yeah. I won't go as far to say it was, like, super multidimensional, but just little things like the dance where she was, where she finally let her guard down a little bit and danced with Justin. And she, and she had fun. Like, you could tell yeah. it just, it wasn't this wooden, like, performance. You could tell, like, Sandra Bullock was really, because she's a very charismatic person. Oh, yeah, and, you she know, is. And, yeah, she's a and, you know, and, very, and, very and, charming actress and performer. Yeah, and so, you know, it was nice watching it and see, you just could tell some of that was flowing into there. That yeah. she really gave the vibe that she was having fun playing this character. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, Bernice has a birthday coming up. 
Um, she secretly wants her dad to return. Um, we have run-ins at school where basically <laughs> where Bernice is, she doesn't really know the rules of, of big Dolores yet. So she like tries to fight her, gets end up getting beat up. Um, you know, and <laughs> just big Dolores, Dolores like pinned her down and was like throwing haymakers oh, at her. Oh, she was <laughs> like, I, I don't know how, how Bernice survived it. Like she was, yeah. She got a, like her. like like the hoist Gracie mount position. It's just yeah, just, just oh, yeah. Her with both right. hands. Right, <laughs> it was just pulverizing her. But it was sweet because like, you know, everybody knew it was coming. Even she told her mom it was coming. You know, like I'm gonna die. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna die. Big Bert, Big Dolores is after me. But I, I thought it was comes sweet for though. us all. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like nobody tried to stop it. You know they let the they let the beat down happen, but then even like Bernice's friends just stuck around and like held her hand and helped her up, yeah. and it was like even her friends are like, no, nope, power in numbers is not going to work with Big Dolores. <laughs> so there, there she's was like the, the ju- she's like the juggernaut. She just <laughs> you, you don't want to get in her way. <laughs> there was like the one friend who like helped her out afterwards, and then went back to her house with her, and then you never saw the friend again. Oh right, right. It was <laughs> Big like, Dolores like, hater. <laughs> but, but i find it a little odd it's like like yeah okay like they're gonna flesh out another friend character like, oh nice oh, she's at her house she's dancing with her mom and trying to make her feel right. better and, yeah. and that's it we, that's, we don't see her again yeah because it was like you know bernice is in a room and like in rolling in comes a skateboard and again you know birdie and the whole crew birdie and uh travis and ramona and then the friend yeah. i i want to know how long they're all downstairs like choreographing and practicing this big routine because they all they're down with they're down with there with patsy swayze (laughs) bernice was up in a room for days like she was really sad Um, i think bernice is gonna get beat up today so instead of doing something to help her let's choreograph this dance they didn't want to get in big they want to get big dolores's way i wouldn't want to confront big Big dolores Even Even Ramona's like, uh uh. (laughs) I want no part of that. Yeah, I was there when she was born. No way. (laughs) Uh -uh. She came out swinging then. (laughs) It would have been funny, like, when Big Dolores tackles Bernice down into this, like, somebody's yard. Like, there's all these kids. Like, they they cut to, like, houses along the road, and people are just, like, pulling their curtains shut. Like, like they do in, like, like, inner city shows. (laughs) Or, like, like, the Old West. Yeah, <laughs> they pull pull the shades down. They close right, the exactly. saloon doors. <laughs> right? Nope. If we pretend we're not here, they Big Dolores won't come a knocking. So, um, so there's just a lot of stuff going on, obviously. And then you know, let's just add a little insult to injury. Uh, Ramona has a heart attack and dies. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and like, she's dead. <laughs> like Act Three, and well, we started Act One with out of nowhere. Let's get Act Three. And even my wife goes. She looks at me. She goes. Did you see that coming? I said, no, but it also doesn't surprise me. Like, um, and so, uh, I mean, then the movie just gets like super sad, like really like heavy, heavy themes Mm. going here. Um, I mean, aside from Ramona dying, which was awful, you know, but then like Ramona was basically Travis's mom and Mm -hmm. like, Birdie's sister, Travis's mom, just sends a telegram that says, sorry, <laughs> can't get away. 
Yeah, she doesn't um, even come back for her mother's no, funeral. for her mom's funeral. Or so to, like, is, to comfort her son. Right. And so Travis is like looking to Birdie now. Almost like, are you, are you going to be the one to take care of me now? Mm-hmm. Which, of course, Birdie... Um, it's a legit you know, question. She, yeah. So, and Birdie is like, of course I'm going to. Bill shows up at the funeral. Um, thankfully, he didn't bring Connie with him. That would have... <laughs> <laughs> he brought a different Arquette. He brought David. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis was there with him. Alexis, um, yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> David Arquette. Then they went and catch, caught a wrestling match at the local Stampede. <laughs> he was in character as Dewey from Scream. He was. <laughs> uh, and so, well, that's, that explains why the police didn't show up to break up Big Dolores. Uh, <laughs> They're already on site. And so, yeah, Bill shows up. Of course, Bernice sees him. She thinks her birthday wish has come true. Mm-hmm. You know, daddy's here. I'm... She, they get home. She's packing her bags. Like, daddy's here. Like, I'm leaving. I'm out. See ya. You know, see ya, Texas. I'm headed yep. home. Um, and Birdie knows what's up because, of course, Birdie wrote the letter at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill wants nothing to do with his daughter. It's just he, he loves her though. He tells, oh, I love you. I, I, I would I do anything. You. I would right. do anything for you. I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, Connie and I, we just need some time. Connie and I are going to try to start things. I'm like, oh, Bill, you've already started. Hence the Tony Post show. Um, <laughs> but, Bill. But, you know, and of course, Birdie, I, like, it's got to be excruciating for a parent, you know, for a mother. Um, and thankfully, I've yet to experience any sort of heartbreak amongst my children. Um, but, you know, Birdie's just standing on the porch basically watching Bill destroy their daughter's life. And letting and letting him do it so that she can, because she doesn't want to sugarcoat anymore that your dad's a good guy. You know, like she needs to know the truth about her dad. Um, and so, what might arguably be the best acting performance in a scene in this movie is Bernice basically clutching to her father to go with mm-hmm. him, and then yeah. when he drives away, she just charlie browns it and just starts wailing like yeah uh it, it's so, really awful scene like yeah it was heavy like yeah hey uh ramona's gonna die like oh that sucks i'm glad birdie was at least starting to put herself back together and then it's like oh but watch what we do to bernice like you thought big dolores was bad wait till we <laughs> see big bill um oh and, and then we got basically orphan travis here yeah you know tra- <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's just terrible, terrible. Um, and so you know, it's just that's the way it. I mean, I, the movie doesn't end that way, but you know, mm-hmm. Birdie goes and picks her up, comforts her. Um, you know, Bernice lets her know that I I knew that you wrote it, Mom. You know, and you know, Birdie goes back to work. I <laughs> she's got to be the world's worst photo developer. Like, yeah, she does. She that, keeps breaking the machine. She's not like even saving machine. any pictures for the old man. No, they all seem to be close-ups <laughs> of the night sky, the starless night sky. Like it's just nothing but black. Um, and so, uh, you know, she's back at work. Um, 
the old man, he's so he's so proud of himself in that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there there's a little shot in this in this uh, this sequence here that I, I laughed out loud at. I did too. It was funny. So, yeah. He, so yeah. Like, so she, she's go. yeah she's working at the counter and she looks up and Justin's out there leaning up against this truck shirt shirt down to his navel and she and she kind of looks at the boss and he's like yeah go ahead. And so yeah. she runs out, and then it cuts back to the boss, who we barely know, and he's got, like, proud dad look on his face, like, yeah. Well, because he, yeah, <laughs> he, he, had, he had brought in a role of film to be developed, and when she was developing it, it was all garbage, like usual, because I don't think mm. she developed one role of film. But he's going through it, and he's kind of ripping her a new one, because everything is just this, it's this black image. And then there's one, like, there's one That's right. picture... Yeah of Justin with flowers out of his truck. And that's when she looks up and sees Justin out by his truck. Like they had yeah. just taken it. So I forgot about, so I it, forgot about the, the pick, the planted picture. Yeah. And so that was why like the, the, like the, the boss was so proud of himself. He's like, I did it. You know? uh-huh. uh, so Bertie finally realizing she's never going to get rid of this wart. Uh, <laughs> Justin. Decides fine if you can't beat him, join him because he this dude's putting on a full court press the entire movie. Oh yeah, like, he is. Hey, Birdie, want to go to a you know let's let's go for a drive and then they end up at this old like this is this Dr- is earlier in the movie this old drive in yeah and he's like just going straight for the moves like he's yeah. you know he's basically going Danny Zuko on her <laughs> and she's not interested you know I and mean, he didn't care. I didn't care. And then she gets like, out of the truck and goes to the swing set, which is at the movie yeah, theater. Right. There's. <laughs> I, I always said to my wife, I go, were these mandatory? Like, do drive-in theaters have to have a playground? Because there was a swing set at, in Greece. That's right. Yeah. Because Danny Zuko, you know, That's when right. he's singing, you know, someday at school, he goes and swings. <laughs> like, like a true T-bird. I, I was I was hoping that Justin was going to give her an underdog while he was pushing her on the swings. <laughs> Prepare yourself, <laughs> underdog. I'll, you I'll got, demonstrate. You call my, it my, out too. I'll demonstrate my feelings for you with an underdog. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> and so, uh, fast forward. You know, we get the final. They're at this big town festival. Yeah, Birdie is now. Birdie is now taken like full custody of Travis. Mm-hmm. Like who knows what happened to mom? Apparently it doesn't matter. Um, you know, she's dating <laughs> they, Justin. They, they stuffed her like one of her animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mom's back at Ramona's. It's like the dad at strangers with candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what what position they would stuff her in. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like a Betty Boop, like like oop. <laughs> and so, yeah, right, uh, yeah. right, ne- right on the porch next to the porch swing. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so Bernie's got custody of Travis. She's dating Justin. I, Bernice is worried. You know, Bernice is happy with town now. Like she's accepted yeah. Smith Smithville as her hometown. Um, She's seems to have come to terms with the fact that Bill's out of the picture uh, yeah. because it because Justin has kind of filled that void. I think you know, yeah. and and it's got to be it's got to be important for a kid, especially if he's going to yeah. step in and 
and act like a father figure to like, you know, that void is not completely gone. Yes. He's not my dad, but he's more of a dad than my dad. So, yeah. um, well, I mean, he's been consistent throughout the whole movie. As he has, well. Like yeah, he, he's, yeah. he's demonstrated. Oh, yeah, he's always feelings. there <laughs> yeah, for better and for worse. He's there. Yeah. Cause Bernie and Justin did hook up after the dance. Like he took her yeah. back to his house. Yeah. They hooked up and then she walk ashamed at home. Yeah, she um, did. Shoes and hand and everything. <laughs> Across seven counties in Texas, apparently. <laughs> it was like, like she left she left at daybreak and it was mid afternoon when she got home and <laughs> she had to fight her way through Big Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> she hit all all the bosses of each county. <laughs> the, 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 the seven evil exes from Scott Gilbert. <laughs> there you go, right? Bernice actually was one of them. It was weird. Um <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, Bernice kind of one last little joke. She's she's worried about Bertie and Justin getting married because not because she doesn't like Justin, but because she's worried about her new name being Bernice Matisse, which yeah. it's a kid. So go figure. And <laughs> like uh, Marcy, Darcy. <laughs> Marcy Darcy, Marcy Darcy, uh, my name is Marcy Darcy. <laughs> Or like Thurman Merman in uh in, in Bad <laughs> <Right>. Santa. <laughs> and uh ladies and gentlemen, that is Hope Floats. Yeah. Just give Hope a chance to float up and it will. You got That's it. Because yeah. before I came in here, my wife said, Don't forget to say that last quote of the movie about Hope Floats, and you did it. So mm-hmm. nice. She reminded me too, so <laughs> I shot you text. He's. I told him, but he's gonna forget. So <laughs> oh, I know he will. So all right, that is that is that's our show. That's hope floats. That's, that's hope floats. Uh, at this point, folks, Oz and I each give our own unique rating to the film and discussion. In this case, 1998's Forest Whitaker helmed Hope Floats. Forest Whitaker. Forest Whitaker. Oz, how would you rate this flick? I'm gonna give this. Um, Seven stuffed cats. I liked this movie. I did. Stuffed cats. And I'm not, not, not stuffed Ramona's stuffed cats. No, no, no. No, I did. I liked this movie. Not not just because my wife picked it, but but yeah. I did I don't mind I really don't mind watching any type of movie. And if I'm gonna dedicate time to it, I try to find something to enjoy in it. Even sure. if that even if that enjoyability is just how awful a movie is, not not this one per, per se, but you and I yeah. have watched some real stinkers together, not for the show, <laughs> but just in general. But we still try to find something to enjoy about it, um, whether it's just the jokes we make of it. But no, I didn't mind this movie. I thought Sandra Bullock, uh, I thought she did a great job. You know, yeah. of she's just she's a she really is a very good actress, um, yeah, and it is nice because you don't really see. You don't really see Sandy B going for like all these Oscar nominated roles or whatever. She just, you just feel like I'm going to make movies that I want to make and we're going with that. And, uh, mm-hmm. but no, she did a good job. And, um, and I think had she not, had she and, um, uh, Mae Whitman not done such a good job in their roles, I don't think the movie would have been near as enjoyable as it was. Okay. Yeah. I, I could cer- not agree with cer- you more. It, it certainly wasn't for Harry Connick. Junior, <laughs> I'm still well kicking kicking myself and 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 not for for forgetting him in the character rundown earlier. <laughs> him, him, yeah. So I don't, what do you, what do you give it? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's say 55 cream colored cowboy hats. 
<laughs> okay. So basically that scene. <laughs> that scene, yes. <laughs> 55 of that scene. All right, next up, folks, we've got Outside Insight. Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs, looking for unprofessional reviews that we found amusing, and we're going to bring a couple of those to you, our listeners. Oz, what is your Outside Insight? Uh, this one was left on December 9th of 2022. It's oh, a five-star review. It's a five-star review by Dreamscape40. And as I'm reading this, I think you were going to understand why I picked this. Okay. For you. Ooh, Hope for Floats Hope Floats was the next film I watched earlier today, but didn't get a chance to review it or post. Thought I'd do it now after seeing Harry in concert this evening, and I must say, OMG, it was so fun. Harry is such a hottie. My mom enjoyed herself and loves being in the pit section now up close <laughs> now up close by the stage. Haha. Bit surprised on how many old people were there. A few single ladies sitting by themselves, which would have been me if I didn't invite my mom to come out. Had awesome seats with two ladies in front of us and no one next to me or my mom, which I was able to move and dance about more. <laughs> okay, now back to the film. Love everything about this movie. A tearjerker, yes, which is something I don't watch too often. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's our lethal weapon. Uh, yes, that's our that version from, from, from a month or so ago. Yeah, that's where exactly the entire was. review is about is about some experience that's tangentially yeah. related to it. Oh yeah, and the movie was great. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two jerk five uh, stars. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom had a great time. Yeah, Harry, oh, Harry Connick Jr. Oh yeah. Ooh, OMG. He is but a no, good looking man. Really, yeah, he is. As I was yeah. reading this, and I'm like, oh, this is the Lethal Weapon review. All over. Yeah, it is. It's the same thing. <laughs> Only at a concert, not not at not at Spago's. Spago's. It's me. <laughs> it's it's Spago. It's Spago. <laughs> All right, what's your uh, outside insight? I, I want to hear the perfect yes, one that you now, say. Now, yes. I I texted Oz uh, a couple of days ago as I, when I spotted this, and and so I hope I have not built this up too much. Uh, this no, uh, this right. ten, ten out of ten review comes uh, from <laughs> from Nikita Didichuk. Uh, this Nikita goes back Kola. to <laughs> uh, this goes all the way back to twenty twenty aught five on the Internet Movie Database. Uh, tone mine, but I'm assuming that this is the tone that it was written in. Hope Floats is one of the most romantic films I have ever seen. To those who say it was horrible, maybe you just can't understand the feeling. And to those who said Sandra had a terrible accent, you were from Canada like me. So how about you try to act and talk with an accent? It is hard, and she did her best. <laughs> He's such a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chris crocker and that leave yeah. baby alone <laughs> basically i want you to try to act and talk with an accent it's hard she did her best <laughs> just leave sandy alone just leave sandy alone <laughs> if you if you thought her accent was bad, you're from Canada, like yeah, me. Like, like me, you know my pain. You should give her the benefit of the doubt. You know we Canadians can't hear accents. <laughs> we can't do two things at once. Talk with an accent and act. You should Come know on. better, fellow countrymen. <laughs> she did her oh, best. Man. <laughs> it's like... 
in within one sentence, it sounds like you're going to bash people by saying you're Canadian and then immediately follows up like me, like, like me. You it's should a know syndrome better. we have. It's a condition. All Canadians are bored with it. We, we can't, can't multitask. We can't hear Texan accents. It's like, it's like that episode of South Park. It's like that episode of South Park where the guy has the speech impediment and can't say the the, the T sound in Planetarium. <laughs> Pla- planetarium. 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 I can't say the T in Planetarium. <laughs> it's a speech impediment. Of course, he could he could say the T when he's just talking about yeah. the letter T. Exactly. Planetarium. <laughs> oh man, that was, that was yeah. good. That was good. Yeah. I was excited to bring that one this week. All right, folks, <laughs> it's time for our signature segment, the three, two, one, in which Oz and I each share three goods, two bads, and one huh about the movie in question. In this case, 1998's Hope Floats. Oz, what are your three goods, my friend? Uh, my first good is Mae Whitman. Um, yes. You know, when you've got a movie starring kids, sometimes the casting of that child kind of brings things down a little bit. Not always. I mean, obviously Home Alone was what it was because of the ability of Macaulay Culkin. And that ability shines through in other Macaulay Culkin projects, uh, you know, like Uncle Buck, which was just on the other day, you know. Um, But sometimes... I do too. Uh, But sometimes you get casting of a kid and they're just not that good. Like Ben Stiller's kid in the uh, Night at the Museum. Like, the kid's just terrible. Or Jim Carrey's kid in Liar Liar. Like, those... Yeah. Um, those, or I'm not even going to go Star Wars episode one. Um, but Mae Whitman is not one of those in this movie. She, she was great. Is, she was she, great. She did some, she, she did some heavy lifted in this movie yes, too. A lot of really heavy emotional acting out of a young child. Cause she was just a babe. I mean, yeah, she was, what, like, she was know, nine, 10, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. She was very young and did just like, there was not a scene that she could not keep up with. And that is a true testament, not yeah. only to any actress, but especially any child actress. Yeah. Because what, there what's, were what's very... The Holly, what's the Hollywood adage? You don't work with kids or animals? Yeah, you don't work with kids yeah. or animals. And just because they're so um, just unpredictable and mm-hmm. they don't have the ability to go above and beyond what they're capable of. Mae yeah. Whitman, even at this young age, was just just excellent. And so that's my first good. Uh, yeah. My second, I, I really did like that they threw into the movie um, Bertie's reception when she comes home. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like, here is a girl, a woman, who's basically been living on a pedestal her whole life, you know. Um, and so, and we see this, you and I both work in a school setting. Mm-hmm. Even the kids who tend to be in that upper echelon of popularity, um by and large, they're just popular because they're popular. Yeah. You know, I feel like you ask the vast majority of kids in school, most of them probably don't care much for the popular kids, which yeah. you would think would deflate that balloon. Like, the why are they popular? Yeah. They just Ironically. are. Yeah, yeah they, just, popular they, just, and... they just are. Um, they were born so with Birdie, clout. Birdie was that. But we also saw another little piece of Birdie in the movie when you know, she, she kind of had to push herself growing up because, you know, she was living in the house of the town weirdo, 
you know, so right. we saw a little bit of resilience in her character as we went along. But I really did enjoy how coming home with her tail between her legs and then everyone else just taking her down a few more notches. Like, yeah, they, they weren't and I won't, they weren't mean to her. They didn't bully her or anything. They just were like, hmm, look at you back needing our help. You know, we weren't good yeah. enough for you then. Uh, and so I did enjoy that. And my third is just Big Dolores. I just, <laughs> I just, I love the character. I love the premise. It just was fun. And, you know, just Big Dolores. <laughs> She's standing off camera, isn't she? And she threatened you. Like, you better include Big Dolores in, in your good. Yeah, otherwise... Otherwise, yeah, I'm going to pound you to yeah. oblivion, punk. She She's not left or right. She's actually on the other side of my webcam, like, okay. staring me down. So I, I <laughs> she's said just, it. Just, just pressing her fist into her right. hand. <laughs> Still wearing that same moo-moo and her hair pulled up. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Big Dolores. I said what you told me to say. You are in one of my goods. So. <laughs> Please take the boot off my car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Please put my car down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are your goods <laughs> uh, my goods i love the opening of the tony post show oh yeah it's yeah. just like it this movie doesn't open the way a, a normal kind of like romance like romantic no. comedy because it, it opens like like it's i i thought it was it was a kind of a clever way to do it it was like a cold open you know like like tv shows yeah. have oh, cold yeah. opens and and it just it was a cold open to a movie which you don't see that kind of thing very often not very um, often you know, there's no opening credits. It's just there's Roseanne Arquette and we're on a talk show with Rick, yeah. with with Kathy to Jimmy. Okay, so I I thought that was kind of a clever opening. Um, my second one, and we we've basically talked about this already, but I'll just reiterate: Sandra Bullock is an incredibly charming actress. Oh yeah, uh, she she uh, she's always sincere in what she does. You could tell that she does her homework. Um, and yeah, and she, along with Mae Whitman, really carried this movie. Again, I agree completely with what you said a couple moments ago. Had had they both not been in this movie, this this movie would have fallen no. a lot flatter than what it did. Right. And and again, it, that's not saying that this is a that this is a an Academy Award worthy movie. No, but, but it but was these, never these going two, to be. Yeah, but the, these two really, really kept this movie afloat. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say this. If if you didn't go there, I would have. I would have been like, yeah, I don't think this movie would have floated as well as it did. <laughs> uh, and my last, there was a little scene uh, towards the end of the movie that I really appreciated. Uh, and it was kind of, uh, it was intercutting back and forth. It was after the funeral. So uh, Bertie is arguing with Bill in the dining room and Bernice is listening in and kind of popping in. But out on the porch, Justin was talking to Travis. And Travis was just like despondent. Like his mom wasn't there. His, his caretaker is gone. What's going to happen to me? And Justin was there for him. And yeah, he was, he was, he was real with him. He was human with him. Uh, he was considerate. Uh, and I think it, it spoke to Justin's character, but I thought that was a, a sweet little underrated scene in the movie. So Justin and Travis's moment after the funeral. All right, Oz, what are your two bads for Hope Floats? Um, my first bad is that Justin, he ends up being, obviously he was going to end up being the guy. Like, he's going to win. I get it. He's on the cover of the of the poster and the box <laughs> art. But I really was turned off by his inability to take a hint. You know, and <laughs> like... 
he just, I don't know, I guess it's like he wasn't trying to romance Birdie at all. It just seemed like he was going straight for just physical. And he just wasn't taking no for an answer. And eventually he won, and that's fine. Like, I'm not upset that, you know, that he ended up getting the girl. But it's just, I don't it was just odd that it's like he comes in, oh, I've always had a thing for you, Birdie Pruitt. And she's yeah, like, my, oh, my yeah, first, okay. my first kiss. We played spin the bottle or whatever. Right. It's just that. Yeah. It's just that kind of stuff. And it's like, and it's not going to stop. You know. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, come on. <laughs> you know. Like she like. And I'm not she, saying she's, she's clearly depressed. She her yeah. head is clearly spinning. She's got a kid who is just you know she's enrolling in school. Give her a right. break. Yeah. There just seemed to be like there wasn't any this like slow like Jim and Pam kind of developing a yeah. romance. It was like, he shows up like the day or the day after she arrives in Texas. <laughs> and his tight and, white t-shirt. Yeah. Know, and with, you know, you know his, his wooden toolbox in hand. Right. And, and it's like, that happens. Let's say that happens in the, well, it ha- I don't know. Granted it's Texas. You really can't look at the weather and, and talk about Texas, <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem like that much, that much time had passed before they're at this festival and he's dad now. Like, yeah, you know, and it's like, it just felt like he just kind of just, I will say broke her down, but he just didn't take no for an answer. So that's my first bad. My second one is I understand Bernie and her state of depression, but in this movie, Bernie, Bernie neglects Bernice a lot. Yeah. For being the only parent in her life. There are things that she forgets. There are, she just, and I get it. She's trapped in her own depression. I can recognize and I can respect that. Um, but she neglects her a lot. Yeah. And you get the vibe that at least early on in this Texas relocation, you don't really blame Bernice for wanting to get away from her mom. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, those are, those are my two bads. What do you have? Um. My first bad part, there was parts of the Ramona character I didn't care for. Like, I I, I get annoyed yeah. sometimes in movies when, like, there's sort of, like, like, the wise older character who's helping, like, the young depressed character just get back on that horse. You know, yeah. quit, quit your moping around. It's that it's, easy. Yeah. And it, it's, you it's know, take, a, t- take action. Like, right. Clinical depression is a real thing. And again, yeah. I understand you're trying to help. I understand you're trying, you're like, it's, it's well-intended, you know, you, yeah. you want the person to be happy. You want the person to feel loved and to, you know, kind of get things back on track. But like, sometimes you got to let people bottom out and you do it with them, you know, like you support them Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. you know, and you, 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 you stay with it. There was one scene that there was one scene that I did like between the two of them. And it was, uh, it was actually right before Ramona kicked the bucket. Um, Birdie had come back from, she went out to the bar and she was puking in the toilet. And it was the one time uh-huh. they were in the bathroom together where Ramona mm-hmm. had her mouth shut and was listening mm-hmm. to Birdie. Yeah. She wasn't barking wisdom at him. At oh, right. you, know, she, you know, she wasn't, you know, forcing the, these, the, uh, these like platform statements down her throat. She was listening and she was being empathetic. And you didn't get a lot of that from Ramona during no. most of the movie. No, you didn't. That's a good yeah. call. So that's that's the first one. The other one, the music in this movie was awful. 
Oh, <laughs> the music was terrible in this movie. It was all like your, like just your melodramatic, sappy, like like romance songs. They even had yeah. a Brian Adams romance song in there. Oh like, yeah. Oh, the, oh, the, the, like I was like I was rolling my eyes a couple of points when when like like just certain songs came it's on. Like pre- pretty heavy handed there. Yeah. Really melodramatic. Like come on, Forrest. <laughs> you could do better than that. So yeah, those are my two bads. Uh, what's what's your huh for Hope Floats? I I had mentioned it earlier because I thought it was I forgot it was my huh. And this is with absolutely no disrespect to Rosanna Arquette, none. But really, like Rosanna Arquette over Sandy B. Like, <laughs> um, I'm just saying it's. This is a PG show. Yes. So Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. I'm just, you know, it's like, there's got to be something else. <laughs> yeah. So there's got to be something else for well, Bill. I mean, I mean this, it, maybe it was just as simple as they were high school sweethearts. And it could have been. They just fell born. out of love. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, and that happens. That does, yeah. you know. But, um, but yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah. It, it, it was one of those that like. Granted, again, it's the premise of the movie. You know things are going to be fine, but it's it's like when a when someone who looks like Sandra Bullock, they're not going to struggle finding a relationship if they want one. Yeah, you know, um, I think that a lot about like the women that are on like The Bachelor and shows like that. I'm like, really? Like you're struggling? No, this is a <laughs> this is a personality choice for you. Like, yeah. You're doing this for a reason. You're not doing this because this is my only shot of romance. No, it's not. No, No, it's not. So, uh, but that's my huh. So, what's your huh? Um, I was. uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch to an alternate huh because. uh, Okay. You kind of. You kind of. In and uh, you kind of hinted at at one of the things. Well, uh, the huh I was gonna go with was on Bernice's first day of school. Like they walk up to the school and school's already started. So she walks into the oh, class, yeah. like already in session. And you kind of hinted yeah. at that when you said like, like Sandy Bullock was kind of being like, like, um, I don't know if negligence, the right word, but like, you know, she just yeah. wasn't on top of things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, like you've registered for school and everything. Like, and then you show up late on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just, Wait till tomorrow then. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's important to start when everyone else starts. Yeah, so because I've been so, a new <laughs> I've been a new kid at school, and it's, it's oh yeah. Even though even though I knew a lot of people already at the school I transferred to, it's still intimidating. Yeah, especially when you got big Dolores there waiting for you. I know, <laughs> I know. Right, that was big eyes. That was bad yeah. enough. So, so my real haunt that I'll go with, there was a very, this is a very brief kind of blink and you miss it thing. It was earlier in the movie. And I honestly, I think it was, I think I got, I, I can't remember if, if she was, if it was right before, like literally right before the scene I referenced, or if it was a little earlier, uh-huh. but um, she's Sandy's or, uh, you know, Bernie's walking with Bernice across like a football field. And oh yeah, because see... that's that's how you get to school. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you cross the football field I, where people where, pe- where, that... where the cheerleaders are in full cheerleader outfit practicing. 
Yeah, I made that comment to my wife too. I'm like, is that the only way to, for them to get to school is cut through the football field every yeah. day? <laughs> so that that was kind of hot in and of itself. However, she Bernie had a little flashback. She looks over at the cheerleaders, yeah. <laughs> and then there's there's this half like doodle doot doodle doot, yeah. and it cuts <laughs> yeah. to it cuts to her like Sandy Bullock in a cheerleader outfit jumping up and doing like like a split legged like like toe touch. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, if it wasn't obvious enough that she was reminiscing, they literally had to show Bernie yeah. in a cheerleader outfit. <laughs> and I guess it, kudos to Sandy Bullock for for her limberness. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> but you're right. It's like, 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 you, like, you couldn't just pick up on that as as a viewer. Like, no, we're gonna show yeah. you. This is Sandy right. Bullock. This is Birdie. <laughs> exactly. You have to you have to see her do it a do it a split legged jumping toe touch to get the point. We that, wanted oh we, 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 that's what it was like to be a cheerleader. We didn't <laughs> want to confuse you by thinking that she was reminiscing of when she used to watch the cheerleaders. Yeah, <laughs> I used to watch cheerleaders on this field just like I'm doing now. But no, she was oh she was a cheerleader. Thank you, Forrest. And there, that happened a couple other times as well. I remember one where, yeah. like, like it, like it, like superimposed like young Birdie's face over like like Sandy Bullock's Birdie's face as she's like listening to Ramona talk to Bernice or something like that. It's like right, okay, like you couldn't just get the impression that she's just like that she remembers being a child. Like, no, you have to literally <laughs> right. see her as a child. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Now I see. Now I see. <laughs> yep. So, folks, that's 1998's Hope Flutes. Well, it was my week this week, mm -hmm. and it is your week next. What does your lovely wife have for us to watch next week? My lovely wife, who may or may not be Patreon subscriber Melissa L., uh, she's throwing, because again, <laughs> last year, may I remind our viewer <laughs> that, her, that her first choice for wife, for, uh, for and, and we kind of build it as like wife's choice romance last year, yeah. was Bram Stoker's Dracula. So she hey, went, she did not? go a little more to formula this year, although um, the characters in this movie are anything but formula. And that would be 1989's right. Say Anything. So we we're gonna hit Cameron Crowe's directorial debut next week. Yeah. Uh, the tale of Lloyd Dobler, mm -hmm. kickboxer aficionado, and inventor. Well, more not inventor. He didn't invent it, but he um, he was kind of the premise and scientist behind uh, the Dobler effect. Doppler he radar. was. He was. And there was no such thing as the Doppler effect prior to Lloyd Dobler. Well, it was a typo because it was supposed yeah. to be the Dobler effect, but they hit they they got it superimposed, and it went in as a P instead of a B. Well, well, I mean, you you uh, flip the the P and the B like around exactly, you know, one hundred eighty exactly. degrees, and it's the same thing, right? So. Exactly, that's yeah. what happened. And uh, meteorologist kickboxer extraordinaire Lloyd Dobler. Lloyd Dobler, yeah, the Dobler effect. So, I do like this movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, fun movie, good movie, a lot of dialogue in this movie. There's a, there's a lot of, well, lot a of talk. It's a camera crawl movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of talking in this movie. So right. we'll have our, our, our typing fingers ready as we're, we're keeping notes for this one. <laughs> a lot of discussion. Yes. So. All right. And really, really um, a pretty 
decently accurate portrayal of what like teenage romance is like too. Yeah. Yeah, this movie I think yeah is a little more realistic than most other yeah. Uh, yeah. T- teen romance comedy type movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot it's of good, teen good. romances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some good music in this too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Cameron yeah, Crowe movie. I, it's gonna have good music. It's a step above what we've currently watched with or listened to with <laughs> Hope Floats. Yes, yeah. As, as opposed to to whiny Brian Adams, we get like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Fishbone mm-hmm. and Living Color, Paul Westerberg. We got some good stuff in there. Right. So, well, let me ask you this, just because we mm-hmm. didn't get to it. Uh, did did you did you enjoy watching Hope Floats? It was. I'll, I'll say it honest. was. It was better than I expected, but again, as as we keep cycling back to, it's solely because of Mae Whitman and and Sandra Bullock. If with with lesser actors in those in those two roles, I think this it wouldn't have been a train wreck, but it would have been a a subpar movie. Right. Well, and I don't honestly, I don't think without those performances, it wouldn't even have been on our radar anyway. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I just so I I know my wife's taste enough that. She, she doesn't like. I know this sounds. I hear me out because this sounds redundant and stupid. She doesn't like movies that she doesn't like. Like she has a type of movie that she enjoys. Well, mm-hmm. she has a lot of movies she enjoys, but they're of of this wife's choice. I could probably make these picks for her and be accurate, and they all fit like good performance type stuff. Sure. Okay. You know, does that make yeah, sense? That, yeah, yeah, that makes complete because sense. Because for every for every good performance in a Hope Floats, there are other movies of the same ilk that she doesn't care for because they're so trite and mm-hmm. underperformed. You know, some movie like movies like um, on repeat, like Titanic, uh, sure. which don't, don't be wrong, it's a great movie, but still, you know, the performances make it. Um, yeah, you know, uh, movies like um, I just had it there. Um, like Legally Blonde, will you know was on a yeah. lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Sweet Home Alabama, um, Urban Cowboy, you know. Um, oh, there's one that I I was gonna name and it just slipped my mind. Uh, but just movies like that that like it fits this this vibe, and I don't mind watching them with her because they are well acted, well performed sure. movies. So it makes a big difference, you know, that we're yeah. not watching. You know, we're not watching this next, you know, and it's like not even every Meg Ryan movie she's a fan of, you know, mm-hmm. but like, but let's see, this in Seattle, you've got mail, uh, you know, though she's those, if they're on, we'll watch them. Like I'm sure. fine with those because they're well acted performing movies, mm-hmm. um, but we're not watching serendipity or, <laughs> you know, the truth about cats and dogs or not that those are terrible actors, but those are just. Paycheck movies for those people. Yeah. So you're checking a box, right? Mm-hmm. So and I and uh, I did in like just coincidentally named two other John Cusack movies there. So, <laughs> uh, but we sure. will definitely <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, but we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back next week for say anything for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, as week two of Wife's Choice, and then we'll just preface a little bit now. We're not going to name any. Uh, and we're not going to name the theme, but we will have our first guest in March. Guest. <gasps> the, show, the, the show's first guest co-host, mm-hmm. guest to the show, will be on March. You'll have to wait, 
because obviously we're just starting to February. But as fast as these weeks go, we'll be in a March before we know it. Um, I'm looking forward to that guest host, or that guest. Yeah, that guest it's gonna be a caster. It's gonna be a fun episode, really it fun will, episode. It will. So, uh, social media wise, you know where to find us: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are on Patreon, as we mentioned accurately and on time this week. Uh, <laughs> our Patreon <laughs> subscribers. Um, so, thank you again. Uh, but other than that, uh, do you have anything you'd like to share with our listeners and viewers, sir? Hope floats up. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hope floats. I was disappointed that this movie was not set in Salem around the time of the witch trials, where there was a, a, a spinster named Hope who everyone suspected was a witch. So they threw her in the water. And guess what? <gasps> it's a horror film because Hope floats. <laughs> she floats. Although I do, I really like the premise that you threw out last week, where it's just <laughs> at, at like, like a 50s milkshake place. And yeah. just... <laughs> Sandra Bullock's a soda jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just making Harry milk shakes and bolts, sliding him down the bar to Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Whose daughter's gone missing. His daughter, Hope. Yeah, it's just, yeah well, even before that premise. But yeah, it's just, I'm, you know, my name's Hope, but I'm going to make you a Hope float. What's in it? Root beer and a little ice cream and a little dash of Hope. They, they get, Slide it on the, down there. Yep, gives the jukebox a little hip check and chubby checker plays. <laughs> She's got that like uh, like yeah. steak and shake take home. Yeah, hat like like, like the paper hat. Yeah. Yep. Uh, everything's everything's got red some, and white checkered. <laughs> yeah, some guys in the back in a super tight white t shirt just flipping burgers and <laughs> hitting a little bell. Bing, Bing. Order up. Order up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. And now she goes with another hope float. <laughs> Directed by Forrest Whitaker. It's a Spike yep. Lee joint. It's a it's Spike Lee joint, yeah. <laughs> Hope Flows brought to you by View Askew. View Askew. It's the Kevin Smith universe. Kicking off kicking off phase six, phase six of the MCU. Hope Floats. Right. It's David Lynch's Hope Floats. <laughs> David Lynch. There's an ear floating at the top of the building. Exactly. Right. Yeah, careful. Don't yeah, you don't eat the worm at the bottom of your <laughs> and it's got the face of uh like the the guy that was in a oh man he was in a racer head and he was also the older guy in um um twin peaks it's like something nance um is charles nance was that it oh i forget yeah i'm looking it up i'm looking it okay up. um jack jack nance jack nance there we go jack nance so yeah <laughs> David, David Lynch's Hope Floats <laughs> I, I don't know I would watch I would watch David I, David Lynch's Hope Floats I, I love your Harry Connick Jr. talking backwards like, like from Twin Peaks even better it's Jim Henson's Hope Floats and Sandy <laughs> B's the only like live action actress <laughs> <laughs> Jim Henson's she's working with a bunch of puppets and i'd still watch it as long as may as long as may west or uh yeah may may whitman almost said may west as long as may west is may may west yeah talks about taxidermy (laughs) taxidermy may west no it sounds like a david lynch movie 
Uh, anyway, folks, we're going to wrap up here. Thanks again for, for joining us in our little fun social experiment where we just crack each other up. And you Basically. guys tune in weekly to listen to it. So, <laughs> we, don't, we really don't know who you are, but somewhere out there you enjoy it. So leave a comment or something. Let us know that you're enjoying it because we enjoy it. And we're going to keep going. But it's always nice if other people find it funny and are like, hey, I think you guys are funny. So that's what we look for. I to. too am an idiot uh, and I enjoy your idiot. <laughs> I'm glad that the world is more idiots like me. Because <laughs> like, I'm Canadian. <laughs> She's tried her best. <laughs> Leave her alone. Leave her alone. You can't act right. talk with an accent at the same time. Not enough. You're Canadian. So, all right. Folks, thanks for coming by and spending some time with us again this week. We will be back next week for Say Anything. For Let's Talk About Flicks, I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. And we'll see you then. Thanks. <laughs>